Welcome to the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast, where we go beyond the doctor's office and take a closer look at the programs Eskenazi Health has to offer our patients and the communities we serve. My name is Brian Van Bocklin with the Public Affairs Department here at Eskenazi Health. Today we're discussing, uh, we've got a threefer of topics today, uh, three Eskenazi Health programs focused on healthy lifestyles and behaviors, uh, their Healthy Me, Diabetes Prevention Program, and the Farmer's Market. I can't wait till we start talking about the Farmer's Market. Uh, each of these programs, they're closely tied to Eskenazi Health's philosophy and the program, Food is Medicine. Uh, joining us on today's episode, Jeff Noyed, uh, Lifestyle Health and Wellness Manager with Eskenazi Health. Now that I got through all the scripting stuff, now we can like have a conversation, Jeff. So I appreciate you coming in. Uh, before we dive into everything, a little bit about yourself, how long you've been with Eskenazi, your background, Go ahead and tell us more about you. Well, thanks, Brian. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I think there's a lot of great things that are happening in Eskenazi. But um, I'll start with myself. I've been in Eskenazi for a little bit over three and a half years. Um, I've been first came in as a role as just like a project manager, um, focusing just on wellness, employee well-being, and then just kind of through the natural currents of time and opportunities that continue to open up, uh, kind of into this role of a manager. So I'm, I got a, a very exciting job where I have this. I have this ability to work with employees and design programs, work with different departments and on employee well-being, the health of our Eskenazi health employees. So that's very cool. And then the other side is focusing a little bit more and get to work with patients and in specifically with our health coaching, our Healthy Me program. So uh, I, I like it. I kind of feel like I get I get like the best of both worlds. You know, I get to kind of see all the action behind the scenes with our employees and really try to see how we can help them and encourage them and keep it, you know, uh, keep it positive, keep them healthy. At the same time, too, I have these wonderful interactions with our patients. Um, I get to be able to experience that from time to time and, and, and be part of a team that really shows that they care and really you know, really walks the walk, talks the talk about what can we do to, to serve our patients. Uh, and for uh, leaders of Eskenazi Health or managers and above, um, uh, uh, Jeff is the guy who's leading all the uh, the breathing exercises when we have our leadership meetings and everyone get back into it. And it's, it, I, I do, I think my introduction to you, you were wearing a uh, early 80s short short gym uniform thing at one of the old LDI things or I, I think that's my normal attire <laughs> that I wear so I, I don't I could, could, could have been any day I don't know <laughs> so yeah Jeff definitely a cheerleader of, of everything that we have going on at Eskenazi and I I think your role here kind of speaks to that larger and more important look of it's not just seeing a doctor and being prescribed a medication, the holistic approach, the lifestyle approach to, uh, to, to overall health. So the, I think it's, you know, just fantastic and really important that we have you here in this role. Let's go ahead and start off with the Healthy Me program. Uh, can you go into more detail about the program, how you can take advantage of it, the goals of the programs? Talk us through it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, you know, with our Healthy Me program, it's it's been in existence for quite a few years, and it's been kind of great to see it grow. And again, I've been here a short time of its existence, but just hearing the history about how it, it has started and then where where we are right now, and I'm excited about where we're going to take it, uh, which I'll mention uh, in a second or two. But I do think that, you know, one of the things that with the Healthy Me program, with this coaching, um, it, starts, it does start with your primary care physician, really seeing your primary care physician, and making sure that that 
um, that doctor, that um, whoever that is, that PCP, gets to know you the best. And then from there, you get referred into Healthy Me because that physician is going to be the one that prescribes what you need. It's going to know you the best and say, hey, this is what you need to work on. And then you go see a Healthy Me coach, which then says, okay, this is what your PCP recommended. How are we going to get you there? What's it, what's it going to look like? And so the prescription then starts to become more of what this reality is. So when they're saying, hey, you know what, hey, you know, maybe you just need to lose, lose a little bit of weight or, hey, let's focus just a little bit on um, trying to have a little bit more physical activity. And that's great. There you go. There's your prescription. Now you meet with the coach and the coach goes, okay, now, okay, so when, how, how, how do you see this working? When, what do you have available to you? Um, what, where's your comfort level? What's your time commitment so that we're able to kind of design this routine that that does work for the individual at the time at the same time we're doing social support making sure that the uh, patient still uh, gets what they need because we all run into speed bumps through life you know I think that's just the nature of the beast of of living Mm -hmm. Um, things do happen and we have to learn how to adapt and change and that's definitely why the coach is there Um, so a lot of what our goals are is we we are start to become part of that team, like you've mentioned before, that we're kind of on that back end saying, okay, let's make sure you achieve what you can. And it's that team, so that when you go back and have your next primary care physician appointment, they see that, oh, wow, you've been seeing a coach, and you have been approving, and you have been doing all these behaviors. You've had this lifestyle of, of a healthy lifestyle that you've been leading and changing, and to continue to hopefully adapt and see that success with it. So, How is, uh, we? I, I can't let you out on this without bringing up the COVID word. So how has the mission of the healthy me or what you have to offer, how has that the approach to all of this been impacted by COVID? And, you know, people have been locked in the house. I'm, I put on probably 20, 30 pounds and it's, it's horrible and I'm ashamed of myself, but we, we went through a trauma and now we have to fix ourselves. So how has COVID impacted the work that uh, you're doing with patients? Yeah, I'll answer that in twofold. I think the first thing is when, you know, but two years ago, you know, when COVID kind of started to come into existence and very much impacted, I think, everybody's life in one way or another, um, what our coaches started to become a lot more attuned to is the social needs of our patients. Um, where before we were kind of like, all right, yeah, you know, hey, let's do physical activity. Don't forget to see the registered dietitian for nutrition. And we were, and we're still doing that. But now we were in tune to that. We would start to have these, we start to have regular telephone appointments with patients probably just more for the social interaction for the patient. And that became kind of the leading push of why we continue to have our contact with patients. And and we actually, in some of our, some instances, we had more contact with patients because we knew that they were isolated or they didn't have the opportunities to go out as, as much as before or didn't want to just out of, um, you know, just make sure that they stayed safe at home. And so our shift kind of turned into more of like, how can we, how can we adapt to that? How can we adapt that one-on-one with our healthy me? We had support groups that we would do in the, in the health centers and we had to turn that to a virtual setting. And how do we continue to gauge, um, those, uh, participants in, um, in, these groups so they do stay physically active what does that look like now because you, you can't go to a facility um, we have some good partnerships that again it's the fear of going to when being around other individuals during covid was was real and so we needed to also go hey we're here for you
you? How can we support you? What else do you have available? What can you do with inside your four walls? Um, and, and, and to be creative with that and let, and let the patient also be creative with what they have and let them kind of see, oh, there's, I can do this. I can do that. Um, it's, it's, it's really kind of exploring where they are and let, the, let it come out of them. And I think for the future, kind of where we are right now, um, the second part is that, you know, I think there's this virtual side that will continue to be there because because of uh, we can make it at a ease of use to stay with telephonic. We can still do some video exercise groups, um, and then I'm hoping to kind of have this. I see it as like this hybrid because. Uh, there's so many individuals that are still kind of screaming for like, I want to see you. I want to come there. I want to kind of come back to this, you know, normalcy, shall I say. Um, so, but, so I see it like this excitement of coming back. And, and we know we do, we even have like Healthy Me Gardens at our health centers, which is like super cool. Um, if you go to most of our uh, primary care sites, you see these gardens. And the whole design of it is, is that the Healthy Me coach kind of, gets the garden going, but really it's the patients that help take care of it. Okay. That they're there watering it, weeding it, and and, and to uh, to make a nice pun is that, you know, they, they get the they get the fruits of their labor, mm-hmm. you know? I guess there's no fruit on there. No. no pro, <laughs> vegetables, but they get the, the produce of your labor. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> um, but they get to experience that and experience and then eat fresh fresh produce that that they made and so um again i think we're starting to come let's integrate that back into what we can do um on site at our primary care so i i think it's really yeah it's been it's um it's definitely been challenging but i think it's also allowed and opened up and kind of forced us to open up doors that that we may have known were there but we we really didn't want to work on going through it but now we now we have and i think it's been very helpful yeah i think the interesting what we things we took for granted when COVID hit about a healthy lifestyle. Because most people think, eat right, get some exercise. But there's that third component of that social interaction that is important. And I know for me, I, I can only say it's like, you had a point, it's like, because I have all the stuff in my house and let, let a healthy lifestyle. But it's like, who am I going to see today? What do I care? You know, and then that becomes Tuesday and that becomes Wednesday. And then your kids are driving you nuts because you're locked in a house. So you're hiding in your room and you're not talking. That, but it, it, it it's... That's an unhealthy lifestyle in itself, you know. It's and it's very challenging. It's you know the the most challenging part is that first step mm-hmm. wherever you are because it's it's kind of a little bit going into the unknown of what it is. Or you're like, oh, all right, maybe I was, you know. Again, oh, I remember, I remember when I was this good, or I was, mm-hmm. I looked like this, and you had this ideal in your head of where you were, or where you want to be, and and the journey seems so long, and so. Part of that too is having that coach again, have that again, that social support, that person there to help keep you accountable, to make sure that you are doing what you need to do to to have the healthy lifestyle to really reach towards your goals. So, yeah, so Healthy Me program is a referral program for patients, right? Your primary care physician refers them over like you would with any other referral at all and then you start working with them and and go from there right yeah absolutely that's that's the best way to go to get involved awesome fantastic okay let's move on uh to uh the diabetes prevention program many of our listeners may know by now uh healthy lifestyles including proper nutrition physical activity which we were just touching on can help prevent and uh, curb chronic health issues such as diabetes how does the diabetes prevention program at eskenazi health come into play with everything that we're working on now and i would assume probably spiking with 
COVID is, you know, people finally coming out again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, what's great about the diabetes prevention program, you know, it, it's been around for, oh my, almost 20 years now. And, and it's, it's been um, nationwide, probably I think, uh, first thing I heard about was maybe 2006, but it's even been around before that. And what's beautiful is that it's an evidence-based program that like individuals and groups still continue to do evidence-based studies on it and it keeps improving you know they keep showing that it is it is a system that works so if you follow the diabetes prevention program you will see results that help you with delaying um, the onset of diabetes and what's really what's really cool about it is that we're really focused on lifestyle and 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 it's kind of the theme you know it's we're focused on lifestyle in regards to what does your nutrition look like making sure that you're physically active um and that's what you know things that they like to, we like to do there track your nutrition track your physical activity minutes to make sure that you continually move and it's not always you know has to be the you know the heart racing feel like it's going to jump out of your chest type of exercise it's just continually to move um so we're taking some of these basic principles, and what what I enjoy about it is that it sets you up also too with that social support. You're with a group of like-minded individuals that say, "Okay, hey, I want to do something," because um, you come with different experiences. My my grandma had diabetes. I saw what it was like. My neighbor has diabetes. The whole idea of you know of of dealing with type two diabetes in the future just you know, scares me. Whatever it is that kind of reason that pushes an individual into DPP, the Diabetes Prevention Program, it kind of says, okay, I want to do something. I want to take charge of my life and be able to do this. Um, what's kind of cool with what with what we're doing with diabetes prevention, it, and even during this time with, with COVID that's happened um, in the last two years, we've up the number of diabetes prevention programs that we've been offering at our sites. And our, our potential, our, our evolution of where we want to go with it is that every primary care site will be able to offer a diabetes prevention program so that it can be accessible to our patients. And we'll still have this, again, we've learned we can do virtual, great. And then when, when, when it's okay and with time we feel comfortable and let's, we'll come back and we'll do some in-person because, again, that need that maybe that works better for the individual. So what you'll start to see is we'll continue to grow this. Um, and, you know, some of the statistics that continually go out there, you know, it's, it's one that keeps ringing. I, I hear from the CDC, it's, it's that, you know, one in, three, one in three people in the United States are pre-diabetic mm-hmm. and 90% don't even know it. You know, (laughs) and and it's just like when you stop and sit there and think, okay, a third are pre-diabetic. And again, we haven't reached that number where A1C is diabetic, but then it's just, it's all lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And how can we change that? And 90% of those individuals don't even realize they're pre-diabetic because, again, you're like, I feel good. My numbers, you know, hey, my doctor never said my A1C is, you know, makes me diabetic, so I'm good. But you're pre-diabetic yeah. right before it happens. So, again, going back to those lifestyles of nutrition, exercise, and really trying to, you know, even manage stress to help take care of that so that you, so you can, again, delay it. Um, it's kind of in- inevitable at some point, um, or you delay it or even just prevent it from even occurring in your life. What constitutes... A healthy lifestyle. And when you say just get activity, because I know we, we push these, you see the extreme stuff. You got to go and do CrossFit. You got to be doing Sean T, Beachbody, P90, and some of it really hurts. So, and, and it seems like they're 
we push this all or nothing almost sort of thing. So what constitutes a good, balanced, healthy lifestyle that is maintainable? And I don't want to say what's the minimum you need to, but like what works? What 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 is enough for someone who doesn't want to go and like be throwing weights over their heads and stuff like that? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of the, uh, it's kind of the mixed bag that we get with even social media and the internet out there. So much knowledge and there's so much information. Um, I think it's just looking at, first off, where are you right now? And when, when to be honest with yourself, that honest assessment. And then it's going looking at topics we already discussed. Again, what's your nutrition like? What's your physical activity? How's your sleep? Um, stress management, um, and then social relationships. If you're hitting on and looking and really assessing where you are with those five and going, what can I do to improve upon it? And again, you're right. It's not, it's, it's always that challenge when it's like New Year's Eve, it's, or New Year's Day. It's like, everybody's going to exercise now and it's, I'm going to set my goal and it's like, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and, and I'll, and I'll challenge, and I'll challenge those individuals say, are you going to get up at five? Yeah, I'm going to get up at five. I'm going to do five days a week. I'm going to go for an hour. And like, how much are you doing now? I'm not doing anything. You know, it's a couple of weeks before. Okay. Um, do you, do you a morning person? Yeah. How no. often do you get up yeah, at 5 a.m. Yeah. normally? I'm not never. Then no, this is not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> but again, it's it, now if you say I'm going to commit myself to doing two two days a week, I'm going to walk for 20 minutes. Well, if you're starting at no walking, mm-hmm. going for 20 minutes two days a week, perfect. You're doing more than you did before, and you just slowly start taking those steps. That, that, that start to increase and you start to realize what you can do, what you can handle, what's comfortable for you. Um, can you be a little uncomfortable? Yeah, absolutely. You know, push yourself a little bit. You know, it's a challenge yourself. Give yourself that little stimulation. But just trying to really break it down for yourself. So again, that if you have someone that comes in at three days a week, I'm already, I'm already walking three days a week. Okay. Okay. What, you know, what do you think are some things that you're missing? Oh, you know, maybe it's strength training. So can we add some strength training? Um, or it's nutrition wise yeah you know i'm 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 a sucker for some i'm a sucker for a sucker i love my sweets um so okay you know what can we do to again and not necessarily take it all away but what can we do to kind of to shift you down that continuum to maybe eat a little bit more fruits and vegetables a little more produce maybe less sweets um and it's again it's not an all or none thing it's just what can we do to kind of process you down that and again part of what when you go back to healthy me it's it's not a it's not a coach going you need to do this you need to do that you need to do this it's going what's going to work for you um because in the end uh, we can sit there, like you said, we can say, you need, okay, you need to do 150 minutes of physical activity a week. That needs to be moderate. So you need to be, you know, at that point where you're almost out of breath. It's hard to talk. Um, that's not really comfortable for a lot of people. Um, and so, but then again, if you're sedentary in your life and we can just get you to move for 30 minutes, great. And then maybe the next month we can get you to move for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's great because two months ago you were doing zero minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's really just trying to take that incremental approach. And then also, too, again, assessing the sleep, assessing what's stressing you. You know, how good are your relationships? Do they help enrich your life? Um, because that adds to the stress. That adds to, you know what, I, 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 maybe I don't want to make the best eating choices um, at night. I always say, you know, does anybody eat a dark leafy green at 10 p.m. at night? You know, and I, I don't know anybody that does. So I say, go to bed, you know, and yeah. get some sleep, you know, and start over tomorrow. So, yeah, I think it's, it's you see so many people, they just go all in, they clean out their house and they're doing this, they buy all this equipment and then, then they get hurt or they've overextended. And, and then you're just, 
you're back at square one and you're, you're, yeah. So, all right. Uh, since nutrition is so important, let's move on. Uh, I love farmers markets. I, I think I, I one I, I look at it as a support local small business aspect to it. I think it's the best highest quality stuff. They're fun. They're just and Eskenazi Health would always host a pre-COVID would host a, a farmers market. And they were open to the public. It wasn't just an Eskenazi only thing. They would be right out in front of the hospital. Um, so what's the status of the farmers markets? Uh, restrictions are starting to come back. Are we going? Is Kale Day coming back? Is the farmer's market coming back? Please tell me when we can go out front and a sunny diet, sunny day and, and buy good stuff again. I, uh, Kale Day never left. Well, no, true, no, no, yes. But no, yeah. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. There's, there's, uh, we're anticipating having a farmer's market this summer uh, on our common ground, the Macaguan Common Ground, here at Eskenazi Health at the main campus. Um, so looking for Tuesdays. We're hoping to have a, a kickoff on May 17th, just May 17th to start that on Tuesday from 11 to 1.30. Um, this year I'm looking at like, what can we do? How can we, how can we improve our, um, our vendors have been great, but what can we do to add little components to it? So, uh, I'm actually in the talks right now with a couple other vendors, uh, to be able to come and continue to offer this Indiana grown produce, Indiana grown, um, um, products that are either grown here or produced in Indiana. So we want to try to expand that just a, a little bit to offer, offer some more, but it is open to the public. Um, it's definitely a great time. We'll have a little, little music, uh, playing and and just really having again that social opportunity. It's as much as you can get something that's a local product, support your business, um, local business. Um, we'll even have some food on site. But really having that that social aspect of being able to get together outside in a safe environment is, is definitely what we're looking for. So uh, if someone who's might be listening to this who wants to be a part of the farmers, or, or when you mentioned working with other vendors, are we filled up? Can how how, how can someone who wants to come and be a part of it, get involved with the farmer's markets. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you're, you're more than welcome to reach out to myself. Um, I can give you a phone number if that would work, if I don't know what would be best. I, um, well, yeah. You can put whatever you want out there. Oh, man. <laughs> this is, oh, this is, oh, that's good. No. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, you can call. Uh, we have a, a voicemail box that you can just leave a message, and I'll respond to it, but it's uh, 317 880 If you call that number and just, you know, again, state you know who you are and what you want to do um i check that usually every day and then i'll give you a call back and we can start a conversation fantastic i really appreciate you coming in and it's you do you do fantastic work you do great work and it's it's an honor to have you as a part of eskenazi he's jeff noyed he's a lifestyle health and wellness manager with eskenazi health is there anything that we haven't touched on before we wrap things up that you'd like to make sure gets out there I'm sure there is. I think there, there always is. Yeah. But uh, but you know, I think the biggest thing is 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 really just focusing on taking care of yourself. And and I say this to even our employees. You know, you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Because if you're in the in the best state that you can be, then you can help others. And even for patients out there, even if you're not in in the healthcare field and area, thinking about taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others, whether it be your family, whether it be your friends, whether it be your neighbors. So um, take that time, invest in yourself, and uh, I think that you'll see how, how much of a multiplier that would be for others around you. 
Jeff, we appreciate you coming in. Uh, Thanks to everyone. Thanks to Joe and Rachel for taking care of us. As always, you can hear all of our past episodes on our SoundCloud account, Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast. Please follow us at uh, all the normal uh, social media channels, and you can find information on this program and all of these programs at EskenaziHealth.edu. And we will be back with our next episode sometime soon. Thank you.